Welcome into the Crowncast, the novice Crowncast. It's Chris Sonorato with you for each of these episodes. And now, finally, some professionalism from the ownership level with our guy, Scott Klimchak. Scott, finally, man, get rid of the Bernardo boys for a little bit, and let's bring in what I would say is the third owner. But really, you're a Jersey guy, so you're the first one. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Um, excited to get Ross on. Uh, obviously, being a, a Scarlet Knight, it means a lot to me. So uh, it's my alma mater. So this it's a great first podcast for me to hop on, for sure. And and if you're watching, you see Ross Scott. If you're listening to us on Apple, Spotify, or Amazon, uh, Ross is a stud lacrosse player for the nationally ranked Rutgers men's program. And uh, we'll get through his incredible credentials that he's already piled up uh, with the Scarlet Knights. But I'll tell you what. The Garden State pull is strong, is it not? I mean, all the way from Oregon now to Piscataway, New Jersey. Uh, Ross, thanks for jumping on the Crowncast, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, glad to be here finally. Um, yeah, you said it yourself. The Garden State poll is big. I could not stay away. As soon as I saw the campus, I had to be here. Yeah, clearly. Uh, all right. Well, Scott, give us some insight here. What is it about the uh, Rutgers program that um, is able to pull – players all the way yeah. from the West Coast. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I mean, even going back to when I was getting recruited, I never really knew uh, what Rutgers was all about until I stepped foot on campus. And I think Ross could say the same thing. You know, sometimes you hear about Rutgers, you might hear certain things uh, and whatnot, but until you actually get there, get on campus and, um, you know, meet the coaching staff and then really see the facilities, which are unbelievable. Uh, it's just a, a major draw. Uh, and, you know, going to the Final Four last year, that should that should help a little bit right now. But, uh, you know, honestly, top program in the country year in, uh, year after year. Um, and then, like I said, once you get on campus, meet the coaching staff, um, meet the guys, most importantly, too, the types of players that Rutgers is getting right now, the types of people that they're getting. Um, it's just a, it's an amazing place to be. Um, and yeah, I just got back on campus a couple of weeks ago. I'm heavily involved with the alumni. So just getting back on campus, seeing the facilities now and uh, everything that's there that Rutgers offers, it's just unbelievable. Uh, and it's, it's come a long way for sure. Ross, we'll dive into um, you know, your relationship here with Novice, but I want to I want to talk about the year so far since we are in lacrosse season. Scott said it all the way to the final four last year. Uh, you guys play, obviously, a very soft schedule. It's like every single week it's a ranked opponent. I mean, it's a <laughs> gauntlet of teams that you're facing. It's crazy, man. I was looking at it earlier before we hopped on here. Seven and two this year, um, and it's just brutal game after brutal game. You're in the stretch of a, a three straight on the road, uh, which certainly doesn't make it easy. Where is this team compared to last year? Obviously, I'm sure the expectations were really high. Where do you feel like you guys are um, with about a month to go before what will be the Big Ten tournament? Yeah, um, I think year after year our, our mentality doesn't really change. I think Rutgers always has kind of an underdog kind of feeling to it, and we all come in and we, we, we want to be the underdogs. We want people to, to think down upon us because we want to come out and we want to prove guys wrong in a, in night after night. So, um, you know, it's uh, hard, you know, comparing to last year because we got a lot of new guys, new faces every single year. And, um, you know, we're just trying to be we're just trying to be our own team this year. We don't really want to think about last year's final four. That's the bar now. Like that's how we want. That's what we want to now surpass. So 
just um, just trying to raise the bar this year, do everything we can, do the little things right. You know, we uh, we lost one last week, so we want to come back out this week against another ranked opponent and uh, and show the, show the nation what we're about. So it's uh you know nothing new here. We like being the underdogs, and uh, we like we like proving people wrong. So should be a fun one. <laughs> All right, Ross, you had 50 goals last year, uh, ties a program record for a single season. You had 75 points. That's second uh, all-time for a single season. Um, where do you feel like your game is? You 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 came on campus, at least, and you started there as a midi. I, I don't know if you played attack in high school, but you've, you've transitioned from midi to not just attack, but one of the best attack players in the country. Uh, how do you feel like you're doing now? Yeah, um, I think – Rutgers has given me a lot of opportunities to be able to expand my game, you know, coming in here as a freshman uh, from Oregon, not really a hotbed state for lacrosse. I, uh, I didn't know a lot about like how to play with other players. I knew how to, how to cradle the ball. I knew how to, how to take the ball to the hoop by myself, but I never really, I never really played within a real system. So um, I was lucky enough to the coaches had some patience with me and they stuck right with stuck with me and taught me a lot. So just getting to the to the level that I am now, and I just want to keep taking it up up levels and and learn how to bring my bring my teammates along with me and and help them play. So, whatever I can do, I want to do. Well, cross is kind of a beautiful sport in that. Um, Scott, what are you six three? <laughs> yeah, just about. Okay, and and Ross, how tall are you? I'm five eight, so yeah. I mean, it's a sport that you know you can play the same position, right? At at very different sizes, Scott. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, everyone brings a different um, value or a different aspect of their game to the table, and uh, you know, it's it's a game of uh, pieces to some of the parts, right? So, uh, you know, maybe a guy is smaller and shifty and can get to the hoop, but then there's other guys that. You know, like myself, uh, I hung around the crease area a little bit and was fortunate enough to, you know, have good hands and be able to finish the ball. So uh, there's just, you know, it's a sum of sum of parts for sure. By the way, Scott, eighth all time on the Rutgers goal scoring list. Uh, you graduated as sixth, I think, Scotty. Is that right? Um, yeah, that's right. We- um, so I, I think it'll keep uh, – I'll keep dropping as guys like Ross keep uh, having – having great years, which is great because I'm the happiest for Ross and it couldn't be anyone better to kind of, uh, you know, jump in front of me there. <laughs> I was going to say, hopefully Ross doesn't pass you. You don't have to fire him as a brand ambassador. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. no, like I said, anyone, uh, if anyone's going to do it, uh, Ross is, Ross is the guy. <laughs> A uh, couple of quick uh, 518 connections here for the crowd from the Albany area that's listening or watching Brian Breck. Uh, former Siena head coach, now obviously coached both of you guys uh, at Rutgers. And, Scotty, you played with a member of the Albany Firewolves at Rutgers, Joe Nardella. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. for the, so for the 518ers listening, a little bit of that, that connection here too. Ross, what has it meant to you to be a captain on this team? Obviously, I know you're a senior, and a lot of times it goes to an upperclassman or a group of upperclassmen, but to be named a captain for from your words, somebody who said he didn't know how to play with teammates before to now lead a team. What does that mean to you? Yeah, it's it's really one of the greatest honors I've ever had in my life. Um, just, you know, it's, it's a very humbling experience being chosen by, you know, the other 45 guys on the team. And, um, 
you know, just, just the fact that, that some guys think of me um, at that sort of level uh, really, really wants me to kind of elevate my game and my leadership in, in any way that I can and, and help bring guys along, whether it's freshmen in my, in, that were in my shoes four years ago or, um, <clears throat> or, or, you know, guys in my class that, um, you know, we're, we're still just learning together. So it's, it, it's really a great honor and, and knowing the captains before it's, um, it really means a lot, and I know how special those guys were to me. So I'm I'm just trying to do my best to to be as good as them and and uh, and help this team uh, bring along a long season. Scott, what is it about Ross that makes him a good leader? You were a leader at Rutgers yourself. You won the uh, William Miller Award, uh, which is given out to a Rutgers player every single year for uh, leadership in qualities. What what is it about our guy here, Ross, that you say? Yeah, this, the, he can lead a, a, a top-ranked program. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think most importantly, it's um, not just him as a player, right? Uh, there's a lot of great players out there, but it's it's the per type of person he is, right? So uh, bringing young, younger guys under his wing, I mean, I see it. I, I'm still involved, like I said, uh, in coaching and uh, as a Rutgers alum, and I'm around Rutgers often, and I, I see how he carries himself, how some of the younger guys that actually I've coached that now – you know, go to Rutgers and Ross brings them under his wing like that. Those types of things are, are extremely important as a leader, as an older um, member of the team and as a captain. Right. Is bringing the younger guys, um, you know, under your wing. You were in their shoes a couple years ago. Uh, hopefully you had guys like that, that that did that for you. And then now it's kind of your turn to to give back and um, bring those guys along. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, and I see that in Ross, obviously, like I said, I'm. I'm around the facilities often. I, I see what he's doing with the younger guys, and it's it's something special, and it and it's the stuff off the field that definitely uh, helps. Ross, you're a you're a deep member of the novice family, man. Not only are you a novice athlete, but you are a novice intern. Um, oh yeah, I'll get to that in a moment. I want to talk about the novice athlete part first here. Obviously, there is the Rutgers connection here between you and Scott. But what is it about this brand um, that drew you to it to say, you know what? In this world of NIL, a lot of opportunities out there, a lot of things that could be some waters that could be charted. Why novice? Um, yeah, novice really inspires me because um, I love just like the small beginnings background of it where Scott and Garrett um, and Nick were all just were slinging tank tops out of their out of their little apartment. And yeah, eventually it's, it's grown to be this this huge um, and, and continues to grow a company that, you know, that supplies to youth programs, high school programs, just anything, anything you want. And uh, that really inspires me. And, and I love um, kind of the creativity they bring to the game and how they're always trying to level up their style. And um, yeah, it's, it just really inspires me. And, and I love the work they're doing. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to be with novice for, you know, as long as I can. Scott, why why Ross? Why is, I mean, you guys you know really have shown here um, that you can dictate the athletes you work with. Um, you yeah. can be picky, is what I'm saying here. Sure. So, um, what is it about Ross? And maybe it applies to the way he his captaincy as well that makes him a good novice athlete. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I had kind of mentioned before, um, you know, the, the type of person he is. I I'm lucky enough to get to spend some time with him. Uh, he coaches some of the programs that I coach with. Uh, I got to learn who he was as a person. 
Uh, obviously, everyone gets to see what type of player he is on the field, and he's, he's one of the best. And that's what we look for, right? We want we want someone that's not not only the best on the field, but someone that we can relate to off of the field, you know. And like Ross actually mentioned, you know, he's uh, he was an intern. He he started slinging some hats, you know, in his in his apartment now. Like it's a, it's nice. almost like come full circle where you know that's where novice started, right? So. Uh, started in the Birchwood Apartments uh, on Rutgers campus and, you know, selling hats and tank tops and T-shirts. And who knew we'd be here today? You know, now we have Ross kind of on board as an athlete. He was interning. Uh, it's kind of come full circle. So it was definitely a natural fit. Uh, you know, we had him come intern and then, you know, we knew we were going to end up signing him to an NIL deal. It's just uh, it was just kind of get him through the internship, let him learn who we're, uh, what we're about. Um, and yep. then kind of get him, get him in, and um, you know, celebrate his success both on the field and then, like I said, great person off the field. So it was just a, a natural fit. Dude, you were an All-American last year, uh, Tawarton watch list guy to intern. What's up? D- didn't you didn't you go to the <laughs> office and be like, look at the resume, guys? Intern, come on. Uh, no, it was it was an off it was awesome. I was I was. Uh, able to get down there a few times while the office was still being built. So it was an awesome experience. Got to meet the whole crew. They're all, you know, amazing to me and, and showed me a lot of support. So I love that. Love it down there in Saratoga. And, uh, and I hope to be back soon this summer because, you know, it's, it's a really awesome place and, and the culture they got at the office. is just, it's just like none other. So it's a, it's a cool place to be. And I'm excited to be working with them. Yeah. You got to make sure you're obviously in town for the cat cat 13. Uh, will be happening this summer with Novice, that volleyball tournament that raises uh, so much money for great causes. Obviously, Scott, uh, near and dear to your heart and, and what you guys have been able to do in terms of raising money um, for the American Cancer Society most recently. All right, Ross, talk to us about your internship, though, here. I mean, what what are the aspirations when you're no longer playing lacrosse? Does it apply to something in Novice's world? Do you see yourself coaching? And I'm not rushing your career away here, but I'm just curious what you're already thinking ahead in kind of the business world. Yeah, you know, I, I try to think ahead as much as I can, but uh, it, it's hard when when you're in the middle of the season, you're still working towards that that goal of uh, winning the games every weekend. But, uh, you know, I, I like to stay, stay in sports or, um, you know, anything around that for as long as I can. You know, I, can, I can't remember a time in my life where I didn't have – have sports all around me and 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 we're working for towards something so i'd like to stay in that kind of area but uh you know whatever comes at me i'm i'm willing to deal with and and i'm just trying to take things one at a time i want to ask you about the influence that lacrosse has across the country now right like when i was growing up i'm old when i was growing up it was mid-atlantic and some northeast now obviously it's huge in the northeast uh, continues to be huge in the mid-atlantic but you have teams like denver contending every year for a national championship notre dame it made its way to the midwest here you are a kid from oregon how how early on in life did you have a lacrosse stick in your hand yeah i um i didn't even really know what lacrosse was until um until you know, being from Oregon until I, I went to my, like my neighbor's house and they were all playing around with lacrosse sticks. It was my mom's best friend. Her kids were a little bit older and they handed me my first lacrosse stick. I think it had zip ties all around. It, it wasn't even strung up. Right. And as soon as I touched a stick, I had played hockey before. So 
I, I just loved the competitive nature of the sport. I got to hit people. I got to run around, get out all my ADHD. And, uh, you know, it was a ton of fun. And I think that's, that's just what's been the hook for, for so many people around the, around the country and even the world. It's, uh, just such a great sport that's so fast paced and, and you never get the same thing twice. So it's, um, it's, it's tr truly growing around the world. Oregon has so many great players now. It, it, when we were growing up, it was just, you know, a few guys would go to college here and there. And now it's like every team has, has guys that are going to play in college and, and California, it's huge. It's, it's really exciting to see. And I, and I can't wait to see where the sport is to go. There's some great parallels, Scott, that, you have with your athletes here you know one of our first crown casts was with Therese Cannon who is a team USA volleyball player who told the story about how she left a scholarship at Georgetown to walk on at USC going from indoor to outdoor volleyball didn't know a lot about outdoor volleyball took a chance on herself because it's what she believed she was really meant to do it, that obviously worked out for her uh, I'm hearing Ross's story here about like you know, didn't know what lacrosse really was and showed up on Rutgers campus and wasn't really sure how to play the game, what a coach might say is the right way to play the game. Um, you were a guy, obviously, you have the build and the athleticism to have been a Division One athlete, but what, what goes through your mind when you hear these stories of kind of uh, believing in themselves, taking a yeah. chance, and, and obviously working out? Yeah, I think it's amazing. I mean, just the fact that, you know, they're betting on themselves, um, you know, they know more than anyone. They're not going to let kind of anyone else tell them what they can or can't do or can or can't accomplish. So I think just being able to bet on yourself, know what you're capable of doing. And then most importantly, like putting in the work to actually get to where you want to go uh, is super important, obviously. So just, you know, betting on yourself, there's there's nothing better than than that, uh, especially when you see success at the end of the road. Um, which there's a little bit of novice in that, isn't there? A little bit of novice in that, isn't there? For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, who knew we were, uh, like you said, uh, selling tank tops and t-shirts on a, on a college campus. And then now here we are 11 years later, you know, I saw a, a Facebook memory of 11 years ago, um, you know, selling a tank top on, on Facebook for $15 to, uh, to friends and family. And, um, you know, here we are just came off a great weekend. Uh, had Harrison Bucker, Super Bowl, two-time Super Bowl champion town. Um, you know, lots of exciting news coming out about Bucker with uh, with Novice. So we're excited to get that out to everybody. But, um, you know, it's just come a long, long way. Um, and it's just been, it's been an awesome ride. So I'm happy to bring Ross along for the ride, get him involved with Novice as much as physically possible and uh, and see where it goes. Ross, what would you say to a young athlete who – maybe um, hesitant to try something new or doesn't believe they're big enough, good enough, whatever it is uh, to achieve a, a certain level of success that, that the two guys on this podcast have achieved. Yeah. I mean, the number one thing I would say is just to just keep on working. The, the more you work, the more you'll separate yourself from the, from the competition. I think, um, you know, going to a division one schools, is when I realized that, wow, I have to work this much harder to be able to be successful. And, and I think that if I would have started that at another level at another younger age, then I would have been, you know, better off. And, and some guys realize that earlier than I did. And, and uh, it's really powerful. So if you just keep on working, you keep betting on yourself, you stay positive. I think 
some guys get discouraged when they make mistakes and all that. But, you know, when you're young, it's the time to make mistakes and, and you can always bounce back. And, and, and I love it. So just, um, you know, put your head down and you work and you enjoy every single moment of it because, you know, you don't really get those days back. So I, uh, I would just say hard work just beats everything. And, and you keep doing that. You can do anything you want. <clears throat> the NLL is a well-established league and the PLL just continues to blow up every single year, bigger and bigger. Um, how much are you thinking about pro lacrosse? Yeah, you know, that'd be a, that'd be a dream come true to be able to play in, in either of those leagues. And, uh, but you know, just like what we were talking about before it starts with work. I got to keep, I got to keep doing whatever I do and, and putting my head down and working and eventually, you know, hopefully I can get to that level. But, as of right now, I'm just trying to work on, uh, you know, winning the games that are in front of me. All right, what does New Jersey have that Oregon doesn't that you'll miss if you go back home? Is it the pizza? Is it the bagels? What What's Jersey got that, that tops Oregon? So many. Okay, pizza, one, bagels, two, diners. Oregon doesn't really have diners. Diners, yeah, um, man. Italian, like – Actual Italian food, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I could How about go malls? Malls. Jersey is like the land of shopping malls. I don't know. If, I don't know if people even go to the mall anymore. Yeah, no, go to the mall anymore? Yeah. Jersey. Jersey's got all the strip malls and stuff, and the shopping malls and everywhere. Oregon's got yeah. some, you know, here and there. I got to go like twenty five minutes to get to the closest one. You know, I love Jersey. I I don't I don't know if I'll if I'll be leaving. So we'll see. What do you miss about home, though? Um, you know, I miss, Can't I miss a family. lot of them. Don't say family. I know. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was going to say that. they're, they're already back here right now. So we're good right now. Um, what I miss about home is, you know, I think Oregon is, is, has like a distinct beauty that not a lot of places get, you know, everywhere you look, there's trees, there's mountains surrounding you. Um, uh, missing home a little bit because, you know, I can walk down and get to the river. I know you can do that in some places in Jersey, but, um, I'd, I'd walk outside in the morning, enjoy my cup of coffee, and just kind of look at the mountains around and, and stuff. So that's that's a little bit I miss about home, but I always get to visit when I'm back in the summer. So, Scotty, before I wrap, man, what else do you have for our guy? Anything? Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. I was uh, I didn't really prepare any questions for him. I think he covered a lot a lot on his own. Um, you know, like I said, I, I just can't say enough great things about having Ross on, on board, um, you know, from the early beginnings, he was asking the right questions, genuinely interested in novice, which is super important to us, myself, Nick Garrett, um, you know, his internship wasn't just a, a check, you know, check the box, get, get an internship, get the college credits and, and move on. He's genuinely interested in what we're doing, being involved um, and, and it shows. So we really appreciate that, obviously. I love that. Um, could you post him up pretty good along the crease? <laughs> I don't know. I think we would have played well together. I mean, he could find me in there. I'm sure I'd I'd give him a couple. You know, he'd get a bunch of assists, I'm sure. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, well, Ross, the, the gauntlet continues, man. As, as we uh, post this podcast, you guys will be getting ready for Johns Hopkins. Uh, it doesn't stop, man. When you play high-level Division One lacrosse, it's every single weekend – uh, you've got to get up. It's a good thing you get five or six days in between games. So Hopkins this weekend, man, best of luck at 7-2. and two. Keep pushing towards that conference tournament. And uh, I know we'll be seeing you in uh, middle to late May for sure. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah.
keep claiming that crown, man. 